Hi friend. Has anyone told you that you are amazing today? You, precisely you, exactly as you are. You may be listening to this dreaming of greener pastures and a life and career where you are thriving. Or you may feel like you're thriving and craving additional growth and tools to sustain your well-being. However today finds you, we honor that and celebrate the strengths that lie within you, those that are uniquely yours and that nobody can take from you. Settle in and imagine possibilities with us. If you need a boost of inspiration, then we're especially glad you're here. Always remember, you are enough here. You are enough. Love your strengths. Hi friends, my name is Kyle Johan Baker, and this is the first episode of Love Your Strengths. So I am really excited to be able to share this space with you. Love Your Strengths has been a, a project that has been months in the making. It started while on a road trip and listening to a bunch of podcasts centered on my purpose and understanding what I'm doing, why I'm here, and really what it is that I love doing in life. In that moment, in that recognition, I had this vision, I had this understanding that what I truly love is getting to have conversations with people about what it is that they do best and how we can continue to do that, how we can repeat this process for them. So I little about me, I've been working with Clifton Strengths for, I think, a little over 10 years. I've been professionally working with Clifton Strengths as a certified Gallup Strengths coach for just over two years now. And I learn something new every single day. This love letter process starts because almost everybody that I work with, when they learn about their strengths, they have some sort of denial, they have some sort of acceptance that needs to happen. And I came to the understanding that really a lot of my work as a coach, as a facilitator of Clifton Strengths, is helping people come to terms with and truly embrace their strengths, embrace themselves, and create this place where they feel loved and understood, which is why what we do through this podcast is we're continually writing a love letter, both to, I'm writing a love letter to my strengths, and I am also allowing my strengths to share that love back to me. So I'd love to start with an example of when I first started working with Clifton Strengths. So we're rewinding, rewinding to over 10 years ago. I was an undergraduate student at Carroll University and one of my bosses, Christine Gravel, she tells our team, I worked in the student activities department, she tells our team that we are gonna be taking an assessment. At the time, it was primarily known as Strengths Quest. And so, she said, we're going to be doing the strengths quest thing. And at the time, I was stoked. We were always doing Facebook quizzes, letting us know which Harry Potter character we were, if we were a book, which book would we be? 
and we were always having fun playing with these cute quizzes. And so we took the assessment and I was expecting to get back something fun. And when I got the results, I was really quite bummed. I was shocked and I said, excuse me, who do you think you are saying these are the things that I do best? And I'll tell you now, a lot of my clients, like there's usually one or two things that they have a big pause and say, I don't know about that. And as I read about my strengths, I at the same time, so with each of your, when you take the assessment, you get a report that has some, you get one report that has some like textbook definition, and then another report that has some customized information about you as an individual and how you live into the strength. And I was reading that customized version. And I said, how do you know that I was saying that 10 minutes ago? That's not fair. That's unreal. You can't know this. You have you just been stalking me at the time? I don't feel like our phones listen to us in the same way. But I thought, are you listening into my conversations? And we did work with our strengths as a team. But I kind of didn't look at it for a couple of years. And then it came up in another job. And I started working with it again. And after that, took another couple of years off of it. And it wasn't until I was a full-time working professional that I started to see the need for my strengths. And this is where I finally started to write a love letter to myself. So in this episode, I want to take some time to talk about one of my original strengths that while today it's not in my top five, it still is one of the strengths that I look at, see, recognize, and say, this is a strength that I have and that I use regularly. So the strength that I want to talk about today is woo. Throughout this season, you're going to hear me share strengths as well as share definitions, Gallup definitions for what it means, because I know that not everybody is going to be super familiar with what these strengths are, how they show up. So these definitions really are meant to be a starting spot if you're not familiar with them. So you might hear the the strength woo and say, woo? I mean, I say woo when something good happens, but what is woo as a strength? And is that actually something productive? I also was saying that too when I got my results. So people who are exceptionally talented in woo love the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over. They derive satisfaction from breaking the ice and making a connection with somebody. And if you were to go back and meet my college self, 100%, that is exactly what I did. That is the life that I had. I loved making friends. I loved building connections with others. But at the time, I was kind of in denial because I saw this at the surface level. So when people talk about woo as a strength, often people who are critics, people who are not excited about it are saying, well, you're just surface level. You're just here to have a good time. You're not here to have depth of conversation. And I heard what these people were saying, and I took in what they thought. And I said, yeah, woo, sure, it's a strength. It's something that I'm good at. But it's not something that I actually claim as a strength. And I kept it at this low level 
I focused on other strengths for a long time. Wu was actually my top strength when I originally took this. And so it wasn't until years later when I was in my professional job and I started to explore how my strengths show up for me that I recognized what this meant to me. So let's talk about what this strength means to me today and now. So when I hear Wu, I totally still hear that breaking ice and I love to make new friends. There's something that's energizing from it. So I do a variety of training. I do one-on-one -on -one work right now. And a lot of this work is with people that I've met maybe once or twice. And I have to get them to buy into what I'm sharing as a strengths coach, as you. If you are listening to this episode as your first episode, I need to get you to buy into what I'm talking about, to care about why I'm listening to this. And I started to learn that it's not just about being loud. I thought that when I first heard the strength, it was just for people that are loud, that are trying to get a laugh and make an impact in that way. But I started to recognize when I was working as a professional that what Wu looked like for me was being present with somebody, was understanding what we had in common with each other and building a relationship, building a bridge. So imagine that we're all on our own separate islands. We have a bunch of bridges on our islands, but we choose to set that bridge down and cross over that moat, that river to go into somebody else's land. And so for me, Wu is often about being able to let that bridge go down and build relationships with other and know that help people know that I am here for them. I am here to build community and have a conversation that is real, understand what it is that we're working on and how we can be collaborative in this process. I started using the strength so that, so in my first job, I was in charge of working with all the student organizations on a college campus. I think at the time we had 120 organizations, 120. And so that meant that there were 120 presidents that I was trying to build relationships with, 120 advisors for these organizations. And I needed to get them to buy in to why they should care about listening to me because I was the one that was coordinating, offering development, and making sure that they were keeping their ducks in a row so that they could stay active. And when I started to figure out what was my strategy to get this done, that's when I said, I know, I can use Woo. Woo is going to be this way that I live into talent where I'm authentically being myself and I'm just engaging with others, building relationships. Now, because there were 120 people, I couldn't have necessarily 120 heart to hearts for an hour a day every like every three months. So if I did that for 120 people, that'd be three weeks where that was my only job that I was doing, nothing else. And so I had to find ways to quickly build rapport with others. And with my strength of woo and leaning into that, I was able to build these strengths, build these relationships that I still think back to some of the people that I worked with. That was, ooh, 
I mean, I think that was like, I started that job a little over six years ago. And there are people that I still think back to the presidents, the advisors that I supported on that team. And I love those relationships. I love those people and the moments that we were able to have because I built rapport quickly and we didn't have to go through a long period of becoming friends. Really, one of my philosophies for the longest time is that when I meet you, we're friends. We've got that default. That is how this works. And from there, we're continuing to build up this relationship. So when I think of Wu, I think that I used to try and put it in a corner. I used to think that it was only this one thing and this negative thing that other people saw. And over time, I started to write a love letter. I started to build a relationship with this. And really, this was a mutually beneficial moment because we were able to reach our goals that we had quicker, easier, because I was being myself. I was being authentically this person that I was always meant to be because I love people. I love building relationships. I love pulling people in so that they can feel like they are a part of community. And woo is something that allows me to do this. Now, it's been a few years. I've had some life change a little bit. Woo is not in my top five anymore. And some people might say, well, Kyle, that's not one of your strengths. And this is going to be one of the hints and things that I'm going to let you know right now is that in the end, you are the one that's able to claim what your top strengths are. You are the one that's able to do this. Now, do I like to woo every single moment of every single day? That's not my that's not the way that I do life. But there are moments in time, there are moments in trainings where I lean into the strength. It's still authentically me. I'm not putting on a mask. I'm not putting on this persona. This is still totally me. But I only like to do that for a little bit of time each day, a little bit of time each week. With your strengths, it's not like you are meant to use one strength every hour of every day. What we want to do is we want to sprinkle your strengths. We want to use multiple strengths throughout a day, throughout a week, and make sure that our strengths are used in a way that allows us to feel like we are energized, excited. So we let these strengths rest. We let these strengths take a break because they are both at the same time, they are filling us up. They are allowing us to feel energized and they, the strengths themselves, in my eyes, they need time to energize. They need time to refill. And so as you're thinking about your strategy, your approach to your strengths, I would say, take this experience as an as an example. So when I first got my report, I said, nah, this is not me. I don't do this to I approached it with curiosity. And I said, Okay, well, who are you? Actually, how does this show up for me? What does this mean to me? Not not what the haters are saying, not what other people are saying about the ways that this can be a negative experience. How does this help me walk through life? And how can you then approach with intentionality to invest in yourself, to invest in others, to take the time that you need to really know what your strength looks like and feels like in a given day? So 
I appreciate you listening to the story, taking time to be here. Let's talk about what this first season looks like. So in the end, we're going to be talking with 13 entrepreneurs, 13 business owners, people who likely started like me, like you, where it was just them running their business. And they're each going to tell us about one of their top strengths. I'm going to ask them some questions so that we can learn about what that top strength means to them. And we're going to explore how this actually continues to have impact in their business, in their life, and how they continue to find fulfillment in what they're doing because they are using their strengths. I'll tell you right now that this is a podcast where we talk about strengths Weaknesses may come up every once in a while, but we're really focusing on how our strengths can lift us up because when we focus on our weaknesses, it's where it makes life more difficult. It makes you less excited to engage in what we are doing. So we are really lifting up those strength moments and providing an opportunity for us to each write a love letter to and from your strengths. If you hear a strength that you have on your top five, you might be able to gain some insight about how you do that. And here's the other fun thing. If you hear a strength that's not in your top five, there's two options here. One, you can listen and you might hear some things that you say, I really resonate with this, but not because of the strength that we're talking about today. I resonate because it aligns with this other strength. That's okay. What we're doing is we are gaining additional insight into you and helping you understand what this means for you, how this impacts your personal self, your business, your life, and how you can use it as a moment to grow and really expand in this moment. So I am really excited to have you on this journey, and it would mean the world to me if you could share this episode with a friend that you know loves strengths, someone that you feel needs a pick-me-up, and wants to have this feel good moment and take some time to whatever platform you're listening to this on, please follow, subscribe, and write a review because especially in these beginning stages of having a podcast, those reviews are so important to helping it get out to other people and for them to learn about what we are doing. So I hope you have a wonderful strengths-filled day, and I'm so excited to be here with you on this journey to continue sharing as we are exploring our strengths, and I really want you to enjoy life. So here's to a strengths-filled moment and day. Hey, thanks for listening all the way to the end. I'm so glad that you were here investing in yourself and odds are investing in other people. It would mean the world if you take a moment to write a review and share this episode with a friend that you know would be interested in it. I want to thank my collaborators, Averson Creative, for the design work and copy to make this podcast a reality. The music is by Secret Nation. Thanks for being here today, and I hope you have a wonderful, strengths-filled day. Peace.